The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. One, two, clean. I just turned on all my Halloween decorations for like the seventh time today just for like aesthetic purposes and I don't think Cindy likes me anymore. No, I, I just can never <laughs> tell how you're going to start the episode so I have to brace myself. Yeah. So sometimes you'll be normal and sometimes you'll be like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I can brace myself. Well, when we're doing like an episode that's about like murder and cults, murder. <laughs> then of course I'm going to be like all crazy because my favorite murder is my favorite podcast. Have I mentioned that before? We'll say every episode starts with, I'm yeah. here, I'm here. <laughs> Speaking of Halloween, I'll just have a moment. This today was so stupid. It was so dumb. Like, Sarah and I have had plans for Halloween for about a month now, but naturally, Sarah's been pressuring me to get costumes for um, three months, and I was like, that's so early, that's embarrassing. And then, of course, it's Thursday before Halloween, and we go to get costumes today. We spend literally an hour and a half in one Halloween store, and... Um, we find nothing. So we, I just bought a costume that's three sizes too big. I'm going to I'm gonna rock with it. Yep. 
Don't it's also no it. returns. Like, we can't return the costumes. Yeah. So we probably both dropped, like, $200 each today for no reason on a bunch of Do costumes. Do I have 200 No. No. <laughs> With no return, like, possible. Oh, you going to see me in class wearing my glitter stockings and my glitter gloves. They're, they're going to be reused. <laughs> you <laughs> see me reused. at your wedding in a flapper dress? Yeah. That's fine. Oh, my God. Nobody invites any to their wedding. Honestly? Okay, let's talk about that. Let's because um, I tell Sarah this every day. I open my phone and girls are getting engaged from my high school. And I'm kind of like, what have y'all been doing the last four years? Like, I'm <laughs> studying and y'all are out here getting married and having children. But um, yeah, so how come you're all getting married? Why am I not at these weddings? I feel like most people go to like weddings their whole life. I don't know since I was like eight years old. Everybody from your high school seems to be getting married right now. It's called and the it's, South. It's stressing Nothing me out. Nothing else to do down there. Nobody from my high school, nobody from my grade school, like nobody who I know from my quote unquote hometown, because it's not even my hometown, they're like getting, they're not getting married. They're just like drinking. So I went to, you guys know I went to a Catholic, Episcopalian school in the South. By the time you hit 22 in my people in that school, you're either uh, in jail, you are in rehab, you went from jail to rehab. Or you were married. There's a few of us normal ones sprinkled in there. Yikes. But... What about that guy who strangled the flamingo in your school? What's he doing right yeah, now? Yeah, it's given jail. He's it's given jail. jail or it's given marriage. <laughs> um, but it's funny, though, because I made that joke like um, at our like graduation party. Uh-huh. And at first, everyone was like, is she allowed to say that? And then they all started laughing. And I was like, because you know it's right. Oh, no. But back to the Halloween story. I don't know how we got on that tangent. Yeah. Um so we went to go get Halloween costumes. We went to go get drinks, obviously, because we can't do it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, we can't do anything without stopping for a happy hour. And then on the way home, we we're going to meet our interns. I hate calling them that. It was another word. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to think of a cool Our world. new friends. I don't it's know. It's not cringe. Yeah. Our fam. And, um, That's better. Um, we, saw, we were like, oh, my God, it's another Halloween store. Let's just stop in real quick. So we waited in line for like 40 minutes because it was like an hour and a half before we had to meet them. And then we finally get in. We're looking around and I was like, Sarah, this looks so much like the Halloween show we were just at. She's like, no, it doesn't. I was like, okay. So I <laughs> knew where the clothes were because it was the same setup. So I went to go, we went to go look at her flapper dress and I was like, I even said, I was like, it's so crazy. I knew exactly where it was. Like my brain is just so smart. And so we go through the same exact clothes we went through before and still did not notice. And then we're checking out. And I was like, Sarah, there's no way this is not the same store because it's the same exact setup. She's like, Sydney, no, it's not. They realized we just went in the back entrance. So we went to the same store twice for like three hours today. And we're done. And we didn't realize it. That's just what was funny. And also the other funny part is that I was so adamant that it wasn't the same store because we were talking the entire day about how it was so crazy that like the same Halloween store was like just on a block away block. from each other. Yeah. But, like, one was on Broadway, and then one was on 4th Avenue, and we were, like, so weird how these are both on... And the same awning. We're yeah, so like, dumb. later, and the, the same name. Like, we just thought it was the same. Like, it was a chain store. And then we walk in, and we're, like, same setup, too. We just came in the back door. it's just a really big store. Like, it, it went, it stretched a whole, like, block. So, and we had no idea. We were literally being so dumb. And I, like, walked out the wrong way, and all the security guards were making fun of us. It was crazy. And oh. we saw the same workers, too. So I was like, oh, weird. They just treated yeah, the store. Never, never, never I said. I was like, that guy helped me at the last store. That's so crazy. He's going, like, back and forth. Yeah. This all happened in the span of 30 minutes. And then, ooh, mm. I was leaving the store. Mm. And, like, the, the door is very, very thin. And this man was on his phone. He had three dogs. And they were all sitting in front of the door. And, like, I don't communicate with dogs well because I'm not a dog. So I was, like, looking at it, and I was like, 
move over. And it just wouldn't move. And like I could step around there. Stepped on it. it. (laughs) And the owner wasn't even looking. I was like, why are your dogs sitting in the door? No, because people are really passionate about their dogs. So Sydney kind of like she would never step on a dog. Yeah, I, I did not abuse the dog. She would do not kick the dog. She just kind of like nudged it very gently with her foot, like move away or also it was a love step tap. on you. I was oh, like, yeah, hi, yeah, smush, yeah. move. <laughs> <laughs> and people are really passionate in New York about their dogs, especially like around this area in like East Village and stuff. So I was expecting this guy to be like, what the fuck you did? Like get away from my dog. And then nothing happened. So he was just like on his phone. I looked, I looked like, at you him. You don't with, deserve to have dogs. I looked at him and I was like, if you don't move them dogs from the door, <laughs> I swear to God. Well, you're also not a dog person at all. I mean, I am from far away. If they're yeah. cute and small and they don't poop and they smell nice, that's fine. And if, if they have a cute owner, maybe it's all right. Yeah, if they be smelly and big and licking, ew. <laughs> 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 it smells no. like wet dog. Um, yeah. You're right. Oh, yeah. Like, dogs are cute if they're small and, like, no, no, like, no. Some dogs just we don't know, and, and they, they're just so stinky. No, yeah, they're Ew. very smell. I mean, there's this one dog in our building. Like, I don't oh want to call God. anybody out, but there's this one dog in our building Stink. who, like, <laughs> simply just smells like rotten hot dogs at all times it's, of it's the day. It's the size of Clifford. It's Clifford <laughs> the big old stink dog, literally. And it's, like, cream colored, but it's always It's always dirty. wet. It's you, always why wet are you and wet? dirty. Why, why is your whole body wet? <laughs> I, that's what I want to know. But his owner is... Yeah delicious so every time we see him we're like oh your dog is just so cute what's his name yeah. and we let him like jump up on us and then we always like are out and i'm like i'm like oh i just love dogs yeah. and he's like yeah. <laughs> and i'm like yeah because sydney and i we have this like thing going right now where we are dressing in cream tones and like white tones because we're trying to be like like different for winter and also i think it's like a very luxurious look when you dress in like all cream or nude tones because like everybody dresses in black or browns you know in the fall and winter and stuff so when you dress in creams and whites it's different so we're trying to do that recently and then we did that the other day and the dog like jumped on me and i was like okay and it got dirt all over my top and like it looked like i had just got like groped by a dog like there were paw prints on my boobs i was like sarah doesn't like she sarah couldn't hurt a fly and like we were in the store and this dog was chewing on sarah's Zara blazer and she's like honey don't do that and the owner's just looking at her and like ripped her jacket apart yeah I'm trying to find that ri- I have the blazer on right now I'm trying to find the rip it's like just chewing on the blazer and, and Sarah's like that's not nice dash on I've ever seen in my life and it literally just oh look at that and it, like if you pull it it'll like come all the way out and the owner was just like, yeah, I'm minding your own business. I was like, okay. Yeah, that's crazy. I, and I get it because I had Dobermans for a while. Like I had, you know, and those are big ass dogs. And everybody was so scared of them. And I had them for a while. So I had to like preface to people before they touched them. I was like, they're really nice dogs. Just don't like slap them on the head or flick them in the nose. And they won't like bite you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's always scary because you see like a big dog that's like coming at you. And the first thing you want to do, you're like, yay. So it's always hard when you have dogs. And I you just like, want to make dog clear to be other gone. people. Dog that, like, be gone. <laughs> it's a topic of this, this episode <laughs> that we have still not gotten to. Okay. So on par with our, on par. Je fuis bon On par. Je ne sais quoi. Wait, quoi. my okay. lipstick. I bought a new lipstick that says it's literally called Je ne sais quoi. And I wanted yeah. to show you and I forgot. Anyway, like when I want to be originally, Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Um, speaking of uh french cheese um halloween themed we are we were talking about murders and cults and i want to talk about conspiracy theories because i don't really follow the whole murder cult thing because let people i don't want to be involved in that i want to come after me 
Yeah, but you nailed your cult last week, though. Yes, like, you looked like you had been researching those cults for, like, months. It's because, like, I'm fascinated by them, but I don't want to do anything to do with them. Like, no. I no. am a Wikipedia black hole. Like, if I... <laughs> well, if I think of, like, a topic I don't know about, I have to research it, so I become a know-it-all about the topic. But conspiracy theories are, like, the one thing I like to get into. I think because, one, our society right now, especially with, like, COVID and, like, QAnon and all that stuff, people be drinking the kool-aid so heavy like if i literally was like covid puts a tracker in you that makes you think the sky is purple if i tweeted that there is at least 10 people that would believe me i'm not saying that's true covid does not make you think the sky is purple i know no, people like, fully think that, like covid makes you like as a government tracker in that the clintons are like all this stuff people think the vaccine can like literally like literally turn you into a zombie like pe- yeah. people literally think that but conspiracy theories, there's so many of them. I don't believe most of them. But there's there are a select few that like I just I just can't get out of my head. And there's one that my family talks about so much, and it's the Kennedy curse. And like people can be all cute and be like, oh, well, it doesn't exist. It does because <laughs> I think if you see like a repeated pattern or something to the point you like can't ignore it. There's no way that like I get that they're a big family, but like that much tragedy in the way that it happens. Like just doesn't doesn't click with me. So just a little background because Sarah doesn't know about this. So I'm so excited yeah. to like be the informant. The original way we were planning on doing this episode is Sydney and I were going to do equal amounts of information and research on the Kennedys, and then I didn't. So now we're here. Not sure. Okay. <laughs> Usually it's me. No, it's okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was gonna be so loud. I might as well lean into it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cutest laugh I've ever heard. <laughs> 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 you literally sound like a Wednesday phone. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. So, the Kennedy curse, a little background information, has to do with the ways that all of the Kennedy family have died, one prematurely, Sarah's literally still crying, (laughs) and, it's okay, and two, in like very, very weird ways, and so that's just the background, and people think that the reason why it happens is because they were a poor um, Irish family that moved to the U.S., like the dad and the mom. It was Joseph P. Kennedy Sr. and his wife, Rose, or something. And um, <laughs> I mean, maybe I should look up her name. Uh, Miss Kennedy. And um, they made all of their money, apparently, during Prohibition by selling alcohol, which obviously was illegal, like, immoral at the time. Yeah. People think that was a curse. And, like, that could be, like, a cute backstory, but, like, people have done so much worse. <laughs> I feel like you gotta curse the entire film generations because they sell some alcohol. But, like, I, I'm also really confused because, obviously, like, Prohibition was in the 20s, but when you think about the 20s, like, all I think about is partying and alcohol. You know what I mean? So it's, like, why was it so frowned upon when, like, everybody was doing it? Because they were selling it. Okay. So, like, they made their money, apparently, like, doing, sh- like, creepy things in Prohibition. Or, like, oh, shady things. okay. So. Sketchy, sketch, sketch. But also, people think that, like, it's not necessarily a curse, but because their dad was so, like, hell-bent on them all being successful, he was just doing so much nitpicking in their lives that it just drove them all to, like, points of insanity. But anyway, so, yeah, the patriarch is Joseph P. Kennedy. He was a businessman, poor from Ireland, moved to the U.S., blah, blah, blah. So before we get into it, I'm just going to literally go through all the deaths, starting with them moving to America. So 1944. Joseph B. Kennedy is the dad of JFK, just for context. Joseph B. Kennedy. P. Kennedy. P. Okay. I don't know P is your middle name. I hope nobody else's middle name is P. Yeah. That's <laughs> no, really, you have to be careful. Yeah, that doesn't really flow. Because sometimes you say stuff like, um, if you have like, a double name, name with a hyphen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, Joseph P. Kennedy Sr. is the dad. And he had nine kids. Hella kids. Whoa. Hella kids. My grandparents have nine parents. So I guess it's the same. But nine anyway, parents? Nine kids. Nine siblings. Oh. So it's like, whoa. They, was pop- they said, the war is over. Pop them out. Actually, this is before the war. So I don't know if that really counts. This is, you're doing really good so far. Yeah, I am. Okay. Okay, so we're going through the years now. I was about to say, like, I'm really into this story and I'm obviously following along. But, like, the fact that all of their last name is Kennedy. Like, I obviously get it because it's the Kennedy curse. Like, your last name's not Kennedy. That's how last name works. I know, I know. But, like. When you were born, you get a name from your parents. I know. I know. I don't have so much fun editing this. I don't know where I was going with that. But you can keep that in. Okay, so you're dumb. Start it all out. No. Okay. So, starting with the first, like, issue. 1941, Rosemary Kennedy is the eldest daughter of Joseph P. Kennedy. And so she had, like, really violent mood swings, seizures. She couldn't really read or write. So obviously it was, like, some type of, like, learning disability and mental disability and, like, physical health. But back then, they didn't do science. They were focusing on, like, war and eugenics and shit. So she, um, when she was born, she lost oxygen for, like, um, an hour while the doctor was getting there. So it's obviously the reason why she had, like, developmental issues. Whoa. But the dad, like I said earlier, was so hell-bent on them being, like, successful. So 
you guys always see like the card lobotomy in the um, mm-hmm. Cards Against Humanity. He had a lobotomy done to his daughter, like on her frontal cortex. An ice pick lobotomy? Yeah, like with the pick. Which like obviously now is seen as like banned in all these countries because like it doesn't work. But like back then it was still like experimental. So, do you know what an ice pick lobotomy when is? She was, Not you. But like if you don't know what an ice pick lobotomy is, that's literally you get a fucking huge freaking thing and you jam it in your eye so that it reaches your brain and rearranges some things. Yeah. Who came up with that? Who thought it was going to work? Like, let's put someone in excru- – and you have to be awake for it. So, like, let's put someone in excruciating They didn't pain. have, like, these kinds of, like, medical, like, put you to sleep. And yeah, like, no numb. anesthesia or anything like that. And she was, she was 23. She was literally our age. I would love to do research on, like, who came up with that shit. Because, because of, like, mood swings and seizures, an ice pick lobotomy, hmm, not the solution. I just yeah. don't know. So, the surgery left her permanently incapacitated for the rest of her life. Right. She couldn't speak, couldn't move, et cetera. So she was institutionalized until she died in 2005. It was a hell of a long time. Yeah, but um, the only, like, quote-unquote good thing that came out of that is her sister got really close to her before she died. So she found the Special Olympics in her memory. So, like, all of that is through her. Oh, that's sweet. But, so that was the first thing, fucked-up thing that Joseph P. Kennedy did. Second is Joseph P. Kennedy Jr., so his son, same name. I don't know why they were, they kind of get a little more uh, creative with these names. Yeah. But he died when he was flying a plane over England just like randomly crashed when he was a pilot in 1944 so it was three years later then 1948 also a daughter of um joseph p kennedy and rose kennedy the i think third eldest child kathleen also died in a plane crash different plane crash like not related at all in france then in 1955 ethel her um she was married to um one of the other kennedys like family wise um her parents died in a plane crash in the U.S. So this all happened within like a 10-year span. So that's when like the curse like really, really started. So three separate plane crashes. Yes. Holy motherfucking All within like a 10. And it gets worse because like I think the plane crash is the only thing that's like consistent among the deaths. Then 1963, JFK, like President JFK. The JFK. Happy birthday. Um, Happy his, birthday. <laughs> Why did she sing it so weird? The number one. Marilyn. Oh no, she was. That was that wasn't for JFK. That was for Miss Jackie. She said, "I am with your man, and I'm gonna let you know." She wasn't singing cute. Was no. singing good. She was breathy as hell. She was literally just singing like, "Your man has been with me multiple times." And she was like, "Okay, and I'm married in the oil air. So what about it, honey?" Also, like her face, like her like just the way it's it's so obvious. You know what I mean? Like nothing's you know couch guy like that couch guy trend on TikTok. Yeah. It's like how that was obvious to the rest of us. Like we can just tell. Like we have a sixth sense about that sort of thing. If couch guy, the JFK and Marilyn of our generation. What if now couch guy's family? Oh, it's just cursed now. They're making merch now. I was like, really, it's not that big. Yeah, yeah, that, that you got to make it a little cringe. His also his girlfriend's dad is the one making the merch. I'm like, my dad would kill you yeah. if that was me. Like if you ever responded to me like that yeah. when I came to surprise you. Yeah. Not making merch to get you mm. famous, no. And he, sorry, that was just like the worst handled PR scheme of our generation. <laughs> they made it so much worse. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Um, JFK's eldest, or first son, died a few days after birth because of um, infant death syndrome. Or yeah. Whatever, sudden death syndrome. Yeah, but he also died to the day, 20 years after his dad was rescued in um, a military operation. So I was like, interesting. Anyway, then obviously JFK is assassinated. And there's a whole conspiracy, like separate theory about like who orchestrated that. Was it the government or was it the mob? Like all that stuff. So um, I'll do the rest of the quick because obviously there's a lot of time on that. Um, but then wait, one thing. Wasn't, wasn't Marilyn Monroe, like her death, wasn't it like theorized 
that it wasn't like obviously the JFK family who like planned her assassination, but it was because of her relationship with like either Frank Sinatra or JFK, right? Yeah. Or like something like that. All I know she was getting with some powerful <laughs> men. People were not happy. Yeah. Do you think that's why she died or do you think it was just like something completely different? I want to know. I heard she had like a very tragic life though. Yeah. Yeah, as most people did during this time. Right. Again, what was happening in the water? Oh, what was like, in the bread? Yeah. Shouldn't <laughs> you men be a war or something? Okay. And then also, Ted Kennedy, who was a senator, survived a plane crash. So he kind of like got away with it. Um, and Sorry, then, how do you survive a plane crash? I don't know. They crashes and you walk away. Like, how? Travis, Barker, Travis Baker did that. How? He survived the plane catching on fire, too. He had he, yeah, he didn't fly again until he met Courtney to go on vacation. I was like, that's a love. How in the world are you going to be in a plane, have it drop like 6,000 feet, and then have a crash, have it lit on fire, have it explode, and you can just walk away? Girl, I don't know. If I knew, that's <laughs> why <laughs> I could survive it. But Ted Kennedy kind of sad because he survived the plane crash, but then he accidentally drove his car off a bridge. I don't really know how you did that either, and killed his um, campaign assistant. But then he was charged with like um, neglect or something like that. Um, so obviously JFK died, RIP, um, Robert F. Kennedy was shot five years later. He was his little brother. He was also a senator, just won the Democratic primary and got shot the night he won. So walking out of his, um, hotel. Well, RIP. Um, another Kennedy was found dead of a drug overdose in Florida in 1984, 1997, a Kennedy died in a Nineteen ninety nine, JFK Jr. died in a plane crash over the Atlantic Ocean, and his wife and sister in law died on board. And it was oh it was like God. taken down to pilot air. Two thousand eleven, Car Kennedy died of a heart attack on a run in Washington D.C. Two thousand twelve, Mary Kennedy died by suicide. Twenty nineteen, Sersha, um, who was the granddaughter of Robert F. Kennedy, died of an overdose in two thousand nineteen. Twenty twenty, Maeve dies after she disappears on a canoe trip, and they found her body four days later. People are like, there's no way all of those happened. And there's more to where people almost died but didn't. And there's no connection. Like, isn't that crazy? So now I'm actually interested in thinking about, like, is this curse? I'm not saying, like, a witch fucking went, like, and, like, curse them. But I'm saying, like, is there such a thing as, like, um, like, is it, can it simply be explained with human reason? Like, is literally just people just genuinely out to get these people? Or... Is it some, like, supernatural thing that's, like, completely beyond human control and human understanding? Well, there's, like, other, like, instances of, like, other ones getting um, automobile crashes, getting arrested, getting cancer, getting killed in a car accident, killing someone else in a car accident. There's just so many of them that, like, it's hard to think. There's, like, couldn't be no, like, explanation for it, you know? Because, like, some conspiracies just don't make sense. Like, there's no scientific, like, method behind it. But something happens to a degree so often, there's no way that's a coincidence that, like, 20 people die in the same family line from like plane crashes. Once y'all stop flying planes, I would take a boat everywhere yeah. I go. One died in a boat though. So house. I'm kind of like, mm. <laughs> I'm like, I don't no, know. We walking. No, so we walking. <laughs> there's no seeming, there's no solution. But it, it makes me wonder like, because I also agree like this can't be a coincidence. If it is, God does some funny fucking shit. But like, mm. you know, I wonder if it's like uh, some freaking. No, this is like the dumbest. Well, think about it. This is the dumbest example. But like, have you seen Halloween Town High? I want to know how you're connecting the Kennedy <laughs> curse to Halloween Town. <laughs> dumbest High. example. But like, um, there was this order of knights 
who like sought out to like seek and destroy monsters but it was something that can be like at least i mean obviously monsters are supernatural but like the kind of like basically there was this group there was this family like this group of people who had a vendetta against another group of people so like do you think it's something supernatural or do you think that like people just have have it out for the kennedys and so they're just trying to like constantly spark their deaths or can it not be explained by what do you think for the kennedys monsters and Halloween. <laughs> I'm kidding. I also feel like sometimes it could be that like if you think about it so many of the Kennedys I think almost all of them have won for public office have won they do something like sketchy shit in the background to get them there yeah. maybe it's like retribution for that mm. Mm. so do you think do you think is that your argument for faith I don't know you leave in fate for, oh, Scott's so deep. I know. Whoa. The thing is, like, none of them ever discussed the curse of public besides Ted Kennedy, who said he wonders if there's a curse hanging over all of their heads. Because, like, even if they don't die tragically, something tragic happens. Like, their sister dies, their mom dies, their son goes missing, like, all this stuff. So, like, even if they don't die, or even if they don't experience something tragic, like, to themselves personally, something happens to them. But I think one reason why we are obsessed with curse theories also is that, like, did I just speak English? I, yeah, I, I skipped all the syllables in those words. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> the reason why we have conspiracy theories, why we like obsessed with them as a generation is because I think so much shit's happening right now, like with COVID, the pandemic, with like war, all this stuff, is that we want to have an explanation for something. Mm-hmm. Like we can't accept that like something's happening and we don't understand why. Yeah. So we formulate some crazy out of like pocket explanation because we like want to be able to pin something down to like this is why this is happening, you know? And oh my gosh, got so deep. And then no, the thing about it, there are people whose lives are built off of like perpetuating these. Like, what's like Alex Jones, like people like that, and like YouTubers who all they do is like deep dive into like, oh, UFOs, this one smudgement that aliens are vaping us with COVID particles. Like, people that are doing stuff like that, they make a living off of that. But I think people just want to like cling on to something that's like tangible, they can understand, they can read into, they can obsess over and find reasons to why this is happening. You know? Also, even if you don't necessarily believe in conspiracy theories, I mean, there's a reason why, like, BuzzFeed Supernatural, like, that series got so popular over the years. Over over what? Like, six or seven years at this point, if my calculations are correct, which usually they aren't. But, like, everybody's, like, obsessed with Ryan and Shane and, like, their episodes. And you don't necessarily have to believe in the stuff that they're talking about because they talk about, like, satanic demons to anywhere from, like, that to men in black to, like, UFOs and stuff. Just, like, anything that's, like, above the realm of human. But people are so obsessed with it even if they don't believe it. You know, like, even if you're not a QAnon supporter, you can still be, like, obsessed with QAnon. Like, why do you believe in this stuff? You know, so I think that's also really interesting. Like, the human obsession with, like, not only using conspiracies as a way to explain everything, but just, like, fascinated with people who believe in conspiracies. And conspiracies, like, how they even formed in general, you know? Something kind of funny, too. Because, like, obviously the Kennedy one is, like, interesting and, like... So interesting. And there's the dumb ones that are, like, COVID makes your ears turn green. But then there's also, like, (laughs) some that are just funny. Like, they're like, yeah. Avril Lavigne disappeared and they replaced her body with a clone that disappeared and came <laughs> back and she's going to have a vengeance. And I'm like, Avril Lavigne, maybe she just, like, wanted to stop making music. <laughs> or, like, Tupac's in Cuba. Or he was shot and we all saw it. Like, yeah. stuff like that. Like, I think those are just, not that they're funny, but, like, as I'm looking into them. And then also, like, Michael Jackson showed up to his own funeral. Have you seen that conspiracy? People Where, like, them. people took footage of his funeral and, like, there's somebody who looks exactly like him in a veil exactly like him when quotation marks with the veil like it's just stuff like that everybody's like fucking fascinated by it yeah that's why i think it's like something to like deep dive into like it's like it's a rabbit hole mm-hmm. like you go it's like a black hole of the internet you look up kennedy curse you will see i was in there for like four hours yesterday i already know about it i just want to look into it more mm-hmm. it'd be crazy 
It's crazy. You should watch BuzzFeed Supernatural. I think you would like oh, it. Oh, I'm okay. Okay. I'm gonna be their dad. Just skip the demonic ones. Just talk. Just, <laughs> I'm a child of God. Skip the <laughs> skip the ghost ones. Skip the, Sarah summoned uh, a ghost into our apartment. She was like, "Come, come." In. Yeah. Okay. I never summoned a ghost into this yes, apartment. Yes, you did. I you respect- stood. You stood right there. That is not true. The weather was right there. <laughs> you said hello, hello, and then we heard that noise. And the- no, absolutely not. So we have a ghost in our closet. That closet right there. Don't we talk do? to it. <laughs> I'm not talking to it. She's directly addressing it. No, I am not. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I am. But we have, uh, I remember we were sitting here and like. It, um, we heard it on the recording of the podcast. This was like three weeks ago. And it, no, no, it's a friendly ghost. We love the ghost. Like, it was like, it wasn't even like a, like a drop. It was yeah. like a shuffling through the hangers multiple times. And we got it on recording. No, and I like, was like, I'm going to. I like call my mom. I was like, mom. <laughs> but it's like. <laughs> Like Ouija boards? Oh, no. You can go in peace. Don't haunt me. I won't haunt you. Leave it alone. I'm not going to summon you. I'm not going to. No. I leave leave all that be. Like, I'll watch, like, murder stuff. But, like, all that horror stuff, all that shit coming alive, sinister. No. Absolutely not. And then also, like, even if you listen to too much murder stuff, because, like, I have my it's podcast. It's weird. You're such a jolly person. You listen to murder all the time. <laughs> I do because it's literally my favorite podcast, and they have so many episodes. You be cackling too. I'm like, girl, someone's getting killed. Why are you <laughs> no. laughing? I don't know how they make it funny, but they do. It's like they have 350 episodes, so obviously I have a lot of content to like deal with. But I'll be in my room, and then like you'll leave for work, and like two seconds later, I hear like a thud in the kitchen, and I'm like, <gasps> and then I like lock my door, and I like have that on when I'm speed dial, and I come out and like a fork fell. Like it's it'd be dumb. So I told no matter you, what you lies, to, I may come check. I was like, <laughs> take me in my sleep, please. <laughs> No, you're just always paranoid all the time. Like, it doesn't matter what you watch. Like, it's Okay, crazy. I'm paranoid, but then it be for a reason. And everyone's like, Sam, why, so, why are you so uptight? Because it should be happening. <laughs> awesome. All right, you guys. I think that's pretty much it. We're at 33 minutes, so have fun editing. And Me um, listing deaths for 10 minutes yeah. straight in the wrong order, saying the wrong <laughs> names, wrong relationships. That'll be fun. Oh, I had to do a corrections corner about my – no, corrections corner, like that whole concept is also something I stole from my favorite murder. Because they make some mistakes too. But what I said, <laughs> they're imperfect. <laughs> I was doing, I was like editing the full podcast, and I realized that something I said sounded like I was saying that all men who grew up in the seventies turned out to be murderers. Obviously, that's not what I was saying. Like I wanted to say that like people who, like a lot of people who grew up to be murderers, are old now. Like they did grow up in the seventies. That's what I was trying to say. Um, like I feel like we haven't. I'm not going to jinx it. I'm not going to say it. But I, I was saying that, like, when you grew up in the 70s, it was a freer time. Like, parents would leave their children at home. Assault wasn't talked about. It was, like, all of these really touchy topics that, like, nobody wanted to talk about. So, like, men's mental health just totally went to the wayside. So I was trying to, like, use that as kind of, like, an explanation as to the fucked up thoughts, not the murders, because it's not an excuse, it's not an explanation. But, like, I was trying to kind of just, like, include that in our conversation. But it, the way I said it, I made it seem like every man who grew up in the 70s turned out to be a mass murderer. And I didn't mean that. So just wanted to say that. There were a few. And then I also wanted to say something else that we have our lovely family here today we have isabella and adeze and they're here and they're with it they're here right now and we've never like done an episode in front of people before who wasn't like a guest on our podcast so this is very like oh eric but he doesn't count he's not a person so this is really this is my boyfriend so (laughs) this is very like like very exciting for us and we're very like nervous and excited for like this to be all happening um and they're so great we loved having them on so far and they've been just doing like the best stuff and just giving us the best ideas 
We are taking advantage. Hug your of phone. Just, oh, I was. When like, have I ever given you a high five? <laughs> we hugged phone. yesterday and it was so weird. I was like, ew. <laughs> yeah, we've no, we have never hugged. We're we're so close that hugging's so weird. Yeah, she hugged me. I was like, okay, what was that? I didn't touch you at all. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. As always, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeart. Um, and you can also follow our social media um, at Crying in Public Podcast. Um, at. <laughs> at Crying in Public Podcast on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. We're finally upping our game thanks to these beautiful ladies. So we're excited to keep chugging along, giving you guys great content. We're going to have a few in-person things later. So if you are in the New York City area, get or ready. Or the surrounding areas. Talk to girl yeah. from Connecticut on Instagram. Sorry to discriminate Connecticut ease and New Jersey ease. Flying from around the world. Yes. <laughs> and my family who lives in Pennsylvania who I'm forcing to come. So thank you so much again. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.